Hey there, I'm Nunzaya, and this is Market Scale Grow, a podcast created for ambitious teacherpreneurs looking to have a bigger impact on the world, achieve freedom, flexibility, and ultimately make more money. With weekly strategy sessions and inspiring stories from fellow teachers just like you, my goal here is to help you create a customized marketing strategy so you can grow your teacher business beyond your wildest dreams. Okay, so before we jump into the episode, I am super excited to share a brand new freebie with you. It's my targeting ideas for Facebook ads. If you've dabbled in Facebook ads or you've done them and you've tried them and you're just looking for some fresh inspiration for your audiences, this freebie is for you. I share my top Facebook ad targeting groups for you so that you can have inspiration and find those people that are perfect for what you have to offer. From warm audiences to cool lookalike audiences to cold interest-based audiences, I cover all three in this freebie. Head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash audiences to grab your copy today. Welcome to Market Scale Grow. Today I'm talking with Michelle. She is my podcast VA manager. I don't think we have an official title, but um, I'm excited to have you here. Hi. Hi, Jensei. I'm super excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Yay. So can you tell everyone a little bit more about who you are, where you're from, and if you are still teaching, if you're in the classroom, what's happening there? Sure. So I'm Michelle Walker. I am a virtual assistant and I actually work with Jen Zaya, which is super exciting and a reason why I'm very happy to be here. I help out with the podcast. So extra special to be on Market Scale Grow today. Um, I live in Massachusetts with my husband and my son and our rescue dog. I have been a teacher since it feels like forever but I'm actually not in the classroom this year. This is my first year not returning to school other than my maternity leave last year, but I actually resigned from my teaching position over the summer. And I had started my virtual assistant business earlier this year, which I'm sure we'll dive more into, but that's where I'm at. I am no longer a teacher, just a business work at home mom. Yay. When you were teaching, I don't actually know the answer to this. What did you teach? I was teaching third grade for the past four years. I was a regular education teacher, but I also had the special education inclusion students with me. Prior to that, I worked as a special education teacher for a year, grades two through four in a pretty unique um, setting. It was a substantially separate classroom. Um, And then prior to that, I was actually an instructional uh, paraprofessional for four years in another district. So I've been in several grades and have worked in a few different schools. And I've always loved teaching and working with kids. So that is a perfect segue. What made you decide to leave the classroom and start this teacherpreneur journey? Yeah, so I have a pretty neat story, I guess. Maybe it's just neat to me, but I had been, you know, kind of wondering if there was ever anything else out there prior to these past couple of years with the pandemic and such. But 
last summer, my son was born. Um, and that was obviously during the pandemic. So this previous school year, I was working virtually from home, teaching live on Zoom every day, but I was home with my son. So I essentially got to be with him for his first year of life. And in that time, I realized that I did not want to miss a thing in his life. So it was actually earlier this year, about halfway through the school year, I started Googling ways to work from home. And long story short, I kind of stumbled upon this world of freelancing, I found a course, uh, Overwhelmed to Overbooked by Michaela Quinn, fabulous course, all about freelancing, all about starting your own business. And I decided to dive in headfirst while I was teaching full-time, learned the ins and outs of freelancing and running your own business and how to land clients and that sort of thing. So I actually started my business while full-time teaching with the ultimate goal of being able to leave the classroom and launch my business full-time. So my son is my reason for doing it and being able to be with him um, and have a more flexible and free kind of lifestyle. And, you know, that's kind of why I went this route. I love it. I love hearing these stories and of like, the how the pandemic affected you and having your son when was he born june 27th my little summer baby because mm-hmm. um, my daughter was the end of may so that's right oh yeah i believe we've actually kind of yeah chatted about how our our little ones are close in age yeah so having that pandemic baby is yeah <laughs> a thing <laughs> total thing sure is and he was my first born oh, yeah. so Oh my goodness. I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, I mean, like I said, I guess it's my silver lining with COVID and such is I got to be home with him. Whereas otherwise I'd be in the classroom and I wouldn't have gotten that time with him. So how has your business changed since you decided to start? And now I would still say we're probably in the beginning phases, but like, how has it changed and grown in these past few months for you? Yeah. So just like a quick timeline, I bought the course to learn to freelance at the end of March. So we're at the time of this recording about six months out from them. And I started landing clients, a lot of TPTers in June and July. I landed my first retainer client, Gen Zaya, which is pretty neat. And, um, (laughs) yeah, so, and since then I've actually landed more of those monthly retainers, which has really allowed me to put in my resignation with teaching, go full time with my business. And, um, yeah, I'd say we're still kind of in the starting phase, but I also feel like I'm growing in the sense where I'm getting close to maybe booking out and or looking at like, what are some next steps that I'd like to do with my business? So we're like somewhere in that, in that middle area, but I'm definitely happy with where I'm at as far as the timeline of how everything went down for me in those six months. And, um, you know, 
prior to that, not even knowing what a virtual assistant was and now being a virtual assistant and being super happy with what I'm doing, I'd, I'd have to say I'm happy with how it's changed and evolved over those six months. Is there like a service that you're leaning towards that you like doing better or this is a surprise question. So it is a surprise question, but I've, I've done so many different, you know, tasks as a VA, you know, I've worked with your podcast. I do a little help with another client's podcast. I've helped with, you know, TPT resources. I've done social media. I've done, you know, a lot of general admin stuff. And, you know, I'll go into it one day and be like, gosh, I really love the podcast stuff. Maybe I'll niche down to that. And then the next day I'll be like, but you know, I really love this kind of behind the scenes general admin. So I really, you know, I love the social media. I love all of, I've been moving another client's, you know, course from one platform to another. I like a lot of the behind the scenes stuff. And I feel that kind of relates with everything that I'm doing. So no great answer here. I kind of like everything. So I think as I keep working with my business, doing different tasks with clients, maybe that'll become more apparent, but I'm happy with the work I'm doing now. So there's no real niche at the moment. It's good that you're enjoying everything though, and trying a little bit of everything so that you can say like, yes, I like this or no, I definitely don't want to ever do that again. Exactly. And I'm learning so much in the process, different softwares, different tools, um, learning which ones I like more than others. So it's been actually really beneficial and, you know, working with TPTers, but then I've also, I'm also working with clients that are in the wedding industry, which is super interesting to me having planned my own wedding a couple of years ago, um, I help another client. She fosters dogs and I help her on social media, get the dogs adopted. So like, that's a really neat thing to do. That's so heartwarming. Um, Yeah. So it's hard for me to like pinpoint what I like doing the most when I'm honestly enjoying it all. That's like I said, that's such a good place to be where you're actually enjoying what you're doing and you have a good life, work, life balance. And yeah. Yes. What have been some of like milestones or challenges that you faced along the way? Gosh, I guess when I, you know, signed up for this route of being a business owner and and running my own gig here, I knew it wasn't going to be easy by any means. And that has held very true. Um, But as far as milestones, I think just actually like investing in myself and going forward with it, right? Starting my own business, getting that business certificate in the mail was probably the coolest thing. Um, Being able to resign from my teaching position, that was a huge milestone for me. Mm -hmm. It was kind of a leap of faith at the time because I wasn't exactly where I needed to be as far as income, you know, to continue supporting my family and such. But I took that leap of faith. I knew what I was doing and since then, I think I landed four retainer clients. So that leads me to my next milestone, which is being one client away from either matching or surpassing my teacher income, which obviously was one of my goals going into this, right? And at this time of recording, right? We're like almost end of September and I'm exactly where I wanted to be. So that was a huge milestone for me to meet. 
That's amazing. That's so exciting. And I think sometimes that like jumping in without a plan, without a parachute forces you to do all of the things and sign those clients and make it happen because you don't have any other choice. Exactly. I kind of went by this motto and gosh, whoever said this quote originally, I'm sorry, I'm probably butchering it, but I kind of went by this want it so bad that it's not an option to fail mentality. And it's served me well because I'm exactly where I need to be. Since this is a marketing podcast, how, if at all, because I don't really, but how, if at all, are you marketing your business? So you're probably not going to like the answer to my question, but I actually have not marketed my business at all. Um, But there's a reason for that. So let me explain. When I decided to start my own business, I kept it a secret from everyone except my husband and my mom. So sorry to my brother, sorry to my dad, you know, the rest of my family. Actually, a lot of my family probably still might not even know, but I'll tell them. Um, My dad knows now, my brother knows now, it's okay. But I didn't tell anyone. So I wanted to feel like comfortable and confident in what I was doing before I put myself out there. So I had started my Instagram business page. I had started my Facebook business page, but I never actually got to publish it or like go public with it because I had not gone public with it to some of the most important people in my life. I was, you know, just hustling, hustling to get my business going. And, um, I kind of, it kind of just worked out for me that I had, you know, kind of kept my eye on positions that were going up and putting myself out there. So I never actually needed to market for where I'm at now. But being that I would like to see my business grow in the future, I'm sure that stage will come. And at least I'm lucky enough to know you and exactly where to come when it comes the time to market. I think that with service-based businesses, it's very common to not do any marketing, to not have that social media presence, to not have an email list because referrals are huge. And then that hustle mentality that you're talking about, just putting yourself out there for jobs that come up in Facebook groups um, and other positions, like other places like job boards and stuff. So I don't think that it's actually that uncommon or that crazy that you have been able to almost get booked out completely without doing any real type of marketing. Yeah, it was kind of surprising to me, actually, because I thought I would have to use that in order to, you know, gain those clients to get to where I needed to be. But for where I'm at and for what I'm doing, it worked out just fine. And I know enough now that when the time comes, if and when I do need to market, I have a little taste of knowing how and who to connect with and, you know, what I should be doing. Absolutely. And like you said before, being able to interact with a whole bunch of different softwares and platforms and being able to say like, this one really works with my brain and this one doesn't or whatever. This one has the features I need. So you'll have a little bit of an up on the market when it it does become time. 
Exactly. And like I said, I'm lucky enough that I've worked with these different clients and have gotten experience in a lot of those different softwares too. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Um, Okay. Rapid fire. Ooh. Favorite social media platform, either personally or professionally. So, you know, and I knew these questions were coming. If you asked me a year ago, I probably would have said Facebook, but I got to go with Instagram now. I just, I, I love kind of like seeing the day in the life of people and connecting with people that way. But I also can't get enough of the reels. <laughs> <laughs> they're so addicting. It's bad. It's bad. <laughs> but they're so good. Yes, I agree. I will. I have timers on my phone. And well, sorry, I have a timer set on Instagram. It's the only app that I can get sucked into for hours and hours and hours. And I'll be like, okay, you have 15 minutes to find music, record a reel and publish it. And then you can have another 15 minutes to do all of the like interacting and stuff. Yep. 15 minutes will go by and I'll still just be scrolling. And I'm like, how did you waste 15 minutes just scrolling through reels? It doesn't feel like 15 minutes. It feels like 30 seconds every time. Oh, I don't. I just press, it says like your time's up. And I go, okay, extend time. Another 15 minutes, like unlimited for today. <laughs> Let's stop this nonsense. Oh my gosh. Um, what's your favorite tool or software to use in your business? I guess uh, I'm a little bit old fashioned. I love pen and paper, but if I have to talk about a you know, tool with technology. I like to organize myself with Trello. I like Voxer for communication, but I also like old fashioned email. Zoom's pretty handy. <laughs> I really like Asana. I can't pick a favorite. I don't, I actually really, I really like Asana. Yeah. I like the way it's organized. I like the ease of the checklist. It's all in one spot. It works with my brain. It really works with my brain too. And I've tried a lot of them. I tried Trello, which I like the visual of Trello that you can put images in there and that you can see the image. I really like that. But other, I I don't know. There was something it was just missing. I've tried ClickUp for like two days and I don't think I gave it enough time, but I don't, it didn't work for me. I tried monday.com, didn't work for me. Um, there was one more that I can't remember something about a hat, maybe, I don't know, 17 hats, maybe. Um, but yeah, but I always, I just keep coming back to Asana. Asana is great. Just for like the overall picture storage, everything can go in there. It's all in one spot and it gives you the notifications you need, which I like Trello doesn't, or at least I, well, no, you can set deadlines in Trello too. They're both good. Trello and Asana. What advice would you give to someone who is just starting out on this journey? Oh, gosh. Honestly, I would say just keep pushing. Um, for someone who, I guess, is still newer to the journey, imposter syndrome is real. Self-doubt is real. But if you keep going and keep pushing, you know, remember your why, why you started doing this and you'll, you'll get there. It's all so possible. Um, and if you go in that mentality of it, not being an option to fail, keep pushing, keep pushing. 
it will come to you. It will work out. I love that answer. So good. So good. Thank you so much for joining me on the podcast. If people would like to find you, where's the best place? Well, you can find me on my Instagram, which this is now reminding me that I need to do some social media for myself. I'm at Hey Michelle Walker. Awesome. Well, thank you again. Thank you for listening to this week's inspiring story. If you'd like to share your story with us, then head to marketscalegrow.com forward slash journey and complete the quick application form. Then head to our community at marketscalegrow.com forward slash community so you can join our group of inspiring teacherpreneurs who are working on growing and scaling their businesses too. See you soon.